big stretch. Let's all take a big stretch. Just like you're looking at your dog. Big stretch. Or when your baby comes out of the swaddle and you're like, big stretch. That's what I want you guys to do right now. Let's just oh, take a deep breath, guys. It is Sunday and we have we have fucking arrived today. We have officially arrived today. I am so excited to bring in a brand new month with you guys. Happy August. And not only a new month, a new vibe, maybe a new motto, maybe a new goal, maybe a new workout program because six weeks to strength is officially live for you guys to sign the hell up. I am literally, I'm so excited for this challenge. And I think most of the reason is because Typically, I do them with you guys anyways. Like all of us coaches, we do the workouts. Like I'm not giving you a program that you're doing by yourself. Like I don't think you guys realize, like if you do another challenge, no one else like really probably does the workouts with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I take a lot of pride in that. Like I'm doing exactly what you're doing. We're showing up. But with that being said, I'm excited because... For once, since we've had a challenge, I kind of have a goal. You know, I have a goal in this six weeks and, and it's to fucking beat Wyatt, to be honest. Like <laughs> we got a little friendly competition in the household. Wyatt and I are going to go at it for six weeks. And as of today, he has also paid and signed up. He is in the app. He is ready to rock and we're ready to challenge each other, but also not just each other, but you guys, because this is the first challenge. We're doing a fit duo like couple prize. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be whoever. And you are kind of like both signing up and then you're, you're going to compete together also. So not only can you win the grand prize, but you could also win the fit couple prize. You know what I'm saying? So there's another opportunity to win. Um, and we might just throw in a couple curveballs this challenge. Cause you know, I'm feeling fucking generous. All right. Um, but with that being said, I'm really excited for the challenge to challenge myself. Literally I'm, I'm ready to transform. Like I want to be a product of my own programming. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to see my weights go up. I want to see myself get stronger. I want to see my body composition change. I want to make better nutritional choices. I want to stop door dashing McDonald's Oh my God. I can't believe I just told you guys that. No, I'm just kidding. But for real, like I I had my double cheeseburgers last night and it just, you know, it just sounded really good. Okay. And I need to stop. I need to stop. Not because I can't have that, but because I have goals for the six weeks. And sometimes in order to hit those goals, you do have to be like hasta la vista to certain things, knowing that you can have that balance but like, you got to kind of put your head down and work for right now. You know what I mean? So I want to still go into this challenge with balance. I have these goals and we'll talk about them in a second, but, um, I'm just so excited. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like round out the year and finish strong. So, um, yeah. Oh my God. Like who the fuck is with me (laughs) with that being said, thank you guys so fucking much for the love on last week's podcast. Like when I recorded that podcast, I cried like all night. I cried all night. I felt so worthless. I felt so stupid. I felt so just, I don't even know. Like I can't even elaborate. Like, yes, I'm still going through these postpartum hormones, but also like I was just in my feels, you know, I was just like that night. I was like, what am I doing? 
who, what, what, who, what the fuck? And recording that podcast, recording, I mean, all my podcasts, just raw from the heart, all my emotions out there. You know, I, I love sharing that with you guys here. It feels safe. And you know what? I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm not, a, a this like crazy educated experienced podcaster for like years and years. Like I'm not saying that like, I'm always, you know, speaking the, the best, like I'm not a psychologist, whatever, but I'm just being me. And I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing if you're going through the same thing or what helped you or whatever it might be. I just, again, extend my thankfulness. And if you have not listened to last week's episode, you don't have to be a mom to listen to it. You don't have to be really going through anything even. It's just like when you are going through something, when you are shifting that identity, when you're moving to a new city, when you're changing job positions, when you're being promoted, when you're finishing college, when you're going into college, when you're going back to college, anything, if you're changing your life and you're going through an identity shift, like that episode is just for you. So please listen to last week's episode, or if you know someone who's just kind of going through it right now and transforming in their life, send that episode to them. And um, if you guys could, you know, even today, Share a podcast. Doesn't have to be today's, but share a podcast with someone. Share your favorite podcast. Just send it to a friend. Be like, hey, dude, this, she is like, this girl is kind of annoying, um, but I promise she has some decent stuff to say and she'll make you laugh. Give her a listen. I'm I'm just, again, disclaiming she might be a little annoying, but but give her a listen. <laughs> Let's just, you know, I mean, just tell them in advance because I know my hot tea isn't for everyone. Okay. Um, but with that being said, um, again, just stream last week's episode, make sure you rate review, subscribe. I, I just appreciate you guys so much. And one really cool thing. I want to shout out a listener, Amanda. Um, I believe her last name's Bardo. Okay. I don't want to say that wrong, but she tagged me in a TikTok this week and it's always just a faithful listener. She tags me in stories as well. Um, she tagged me in this 100 days to change your life challenge or, or something along those lines on TikTok. And like day three was to listen to a podcast. And she shared my fuck bitches get happy podcast, which is one of my favorite episodes, episode 74. Like I literally remember it. Um, she shared that and was like, you know, this is the podcast I'm listening to kind of plugged me. And then all of a sudden her friend tagged me in her TikTok in the same day, plugging my recent episode, the who the fuck am I? And was just like, I've never listened to a podcast, but like, I fell in love with it. Like, I love it. She's witty. She like, she like kind of hyped me up. And I was like, oh my God, from someone who has never listened to my podcast to hear those first impressions of how I speak and how I talk and what I say, I just felt so honored to have that impression. So Amanda, I just appreciate you. Thank you for sharing my podcast with a friend um, and plugging me in wherever else. Cause I'm sure you've shared it to someone else before. And I just want to say thank you because you gained me another listener last week and I appreciate it. So with that being said, um, little, you know, few housekeeping stuff. Um, number one, sign up for the challenge period. Number two, skin is skinning merch girls. We went live last week. I got my slides in. I ordered a seven, a size seven. This is in men's sizes. I'm usually an eight and a half. So I went down 1.5 sizes. These sandals in sl slash slides, so comfortable, so cute. I got my face towel in the mail as well. So it's like a white towel with black embroidery, skin is skinning. I just, I love it. It gives me like motivation to do my skincare and just continue to take care of myself. And I feel like sometimes if you have that cute little accessory, it just reminds you like glaze your face, make yourself feel good, take care of yourself, do that self-care, even if it's just a 10 minute skincare, like 
it it will always make you feel better. So merch is still live. You can check that out. Um, obviously today we have a little bit of a segment with Tish coming up. I'm super excited. We're going to be discussing postpartum, how we're going to be approaching this challenge. Both of us, she's obviously a few more months removed than I, but I think it's important to just talk about different people and the way that they can approach a challenge because not everyone is coming into the challenge like normal. You know what I mean? We're all going through something. We might've been coming off an injury again, maybe just gave birth. Maybe we had a C-section. Maybe we had a VBAC. Maybe we had a vaginal birth, um, epidural, no epidural. Are we still having pain? What's going on? So we're going to discuss a little bit of how you can modify. And even if you're not a mom, this is going to be just, how can you modify a program? How can you still go in and still find success in that today? Um, I do have a little bit of a recommendation for you guys. This past week on Netflix, I watched the movie called Sea Beast, S-E-A, Sea Beast, B-E-A-S-T. It's like a little like Pixar-y animation. Um, so cute. Like, I, you know, there's something about a good little animated movie that just makes you feel like a kid again. And if there was one movie that like touched my heart last year and I have watched it like almost every month is the movie Soul. And there's something about like an animated movie that just, it twinkles this little childhood energy in you. And I just really, really, really enjoyed that. So definitely go ahead and give it a watch. Another exciting thing, and also kind of a recommendation, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I loved this book. I read this at the beginning of the year. Fantastic book, beautiful storyline. I love I just, I love, I love, I love. I don't want to give it away, but it is coming to Netflix if you guys have not seen. I am so stoked for this. I loved the twist in the book. I loved the storytelling of the book. It was a little bit of a slow start, but once it got started and you you kind of understood everyone's name, you know, who's who, you know, whatever, beautiful book. So if you guys have not picked that up, you definitely need to read it before it comes to Netflix, please. Our skin tip of the week because bitch, you know, is going to be about SPF. Okay. Because one, if there's one thing I know is that some of you guys are still not fucking wearing SPF every day and it's pissing me off. I'm going to be very raw with you. It's pissing me off. SPF needs to be worn every single day and reapplied multiple times a day. I feel like once you start really taking care of your skin and you, and you really are starting to glow, you stop wanting to wear makeup to where like reapplying SPF seems a little bit more doable because you don't have makeup on, right? So you're like, oh, easy. I'll like reapply my like glowy, beautiful Tula protecting glow on my face. But Des, what if I'm wearing makeup? Well, that's kind of what I want to tell you guys today. If you're wearing makeup, there's a few different ways of application that I really, really like. Tula does not formulate any of these, okay? So as much as I love Tula, I love their mineral sunscreen. Um, You could probably get away using that with one of these things I'm going to tell you, um, the protecting glow, I don't think you really could, um, but I'll get into that. They do not formulate what I'm about to tell you. So this is from a brand called super goop. They're a great SPF formula company. I, I do love their glow screen. I love their unseen screen. Um, I love their play P L A Y sunscreen. They have a really great array. If there's one thing that they specialize in, they do SPF period like that. That is their niche. They are only SPF. So there's a few different things that they offer. They have like a really cool powder SPF for like your actual hair. Like, so if you're wearing braids outside or something like that, protect your scalp. That's also very important because, it, you know, don't forget, you can still get skin cancer 
on your scalp. Like you can still get a mole or, you know, something raised on your skin on your scalp. So you do need to protect yourself. I personally like to go the route of like wearing a hat, but not all of them are UV protectant, but they're still going to provide a lot more protectant than normal. So if you're someone who wears your hair slicked back or like in braids a lot when you're like outside at the beach or at the pool, make sure you look into that. But if we're talking about face, there's a few different ways that you can apply. Number one, you can reapply with a beauty blender and with your sunscreen of choice. So if you're wearing like a light makeup coverage, um, I think you could reapply with a beauty blender pretty comfortably or put it on after your concealer and do pretty well. Um, But you shouldn't be using any any sort of like CC cream built in with SPF as your primary sunscreen. This is from what I've learned from other estheticians and dermatologists. It shouldn't be your primary sunscreen. Okay. So underneath that, you still want to have a good base of like actual SPF prior to putting on concealer. Okay. Um, so if we're reapplying during the day and you're like, Des, it's been a couple hours, I'm sweating, but I still have my makeup on. What do I do? You could use a beauty blender and dap it on. Like I said, Tula could maybe work for this, but there's another product. There's two products actually by Supergoop that are really great. And I will link them in the show notes, description box, link in bio. There is a resetting spray. So it's actually a, it's a literal spray for your face. So this is formulated to be like non-clogging. You're not going to get an acne breakout from this, etc. This is going to be good. So if you're out on the go, you can respray your face, feel good, fan it down. Makeup's intact. Makeup looks good. Makeup feels set. The other option you have is a little bit of like a powder. So you could take this powder that does come in like an array of colors. And I think there's also a translucent one and simply put it on your face after a few hours. So again, if you're already been outside, you have that layer of SPF deep, deep underneath, and then you're having that makeup on on top, it's going to be okay to reset it with that powder during the day. Okay. But again, your primary sunscreen should still be applied in the morning. Um, After that, You know, you're probably not wearing your makeup too, too long, but after say maybe you're like leaving work or whatever, you know, throw some on, go to the gym and then wash your face at night. You don't need to reapply SPF at night. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like perfect and like, oh my God, I do SPF five times a day. Okay. I'm, I'm inside a lot of the day, to be honest. I almost hate being in the sun anymore because I just know what it does to my skin and my skin is everything to me. (laughs) but if you're someone who likes to be outside it and you have a day where you don't reapply, you're going to live. It's just to be more aware of it by wearing sunscreen. You are also allowing your skincare products to do the most that they possibly can. If you are someone who is spending so much money on sunscreen, or I'm sorry, so much money on skincare and you're not using sunscreen. I'm so serious. When I tell you, you could literally throw the throw all the skincare you're using in the trash. I'm like dead ass serious. The holy grail, that bottom of the, well, maybe it's the top. Maybe it's the bottom. I don't know. The top of the pyramid can only be, the the bottom of the period, what am I saying? The bottom of the pyramid can only be successful if we are doing what is at the top. And that is applying sunscreen, period. Like, There is no arguing that you can do. You can ask any esthetician, any dermatologist, anyone who's just even loving skincare. If you are not using SPF, you can throw everything else that you're using underneath in the trash. For real. So don't make an excuse of like, oh, I wear makeup all the time. That's great. There's still options around it. Um, If you're someone who's using a foundation, 
that has the ability to like be layered over a little bit, maybe that's when you find a foundation with that SPF in it to where when you do reapply during the day, you kind of just like dab it on and apply another layer. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be perfect though. It's not always going to be perfect every day. I totally get it. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, you suck if you're not doing this every single day. It's, it's just, it's the thought of trying to do it. That's going to make the biggest difference for you. So that is my little skin tip for the week. Again, I will put those products that I listed in the link and bio show notes description box below. Um, but yeah, so real quickly, I just want to kind of give you an idea of what my goals are for six weeks to strength before we dive into the episode with Tish. Um, I, I want to go into this challenge and personally, I'm, I'm not going to track my food. I'm not, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, do I want to track macros for this challenge? Really give myself a little bit of like, you know, rigidity, but I don't. And I don't for a few reasons. Number one, I I have too much shit going on. I have too much shit going on. I I got two fucking kids. One's crying. The other one's probably crying too. It's, it's a lot. And I don't have time to track right now. And that's okay. And this goes to all of my clients, any of my clients to be anyone who wants to be a client. If it doesn't fit your lifestyle, we will find something that fits you. So for right now, macro counting doesn't fit my lifestyle and it has not since 2020. I've not tracked since 2020, January, February, period. So I don't want to go in tracking for that reason. It just doesn't fit my lifestyle. Number two, I want to showcase that. You can still come into a challenge. You can still make nutrient dense choices. You can still have um, a little bit of balance and moderation and still succeed. So I want to showcase that. I, again, I want to be a product of my program. I want to be a product of my community. And I want to dive into just having accountability to make better decisions, eat healthier, eat some fresh foods, and share that journey with you guys. Um, so I that's why I'm going in. I'm not tracking macros. I'm not worrying about a damn thing. But I want to just find a way to eat healthier and, and make that a part of my lifestyle again. Um, breastfeeding hunger is, is hard. Pregnancy hunger was hard. So so here we are. (laughs) Um, with that being said, why it's going to be doing that exactly alongside me, he might be tracking macros. I might be doing like his coaching for him. Um, but we're also going to see how he feels because again, this is about what is going to carry through your life. What, what is going to be your lifestyle? This isn't always about, uh, a one-time thing. I want you to think longevity. Okay. There's going to be a few times here and there where you're going to put your head down. You're going to fucking grind. You're going to fuck shit up. And maybe that's the six weeks and that's cool. But if you're someone coming in and just simply wanting to start over, I just want to start again. It's never the perfect time to start. So don't set yourself up for the six weeks, not having a damn thing happen to you. You're, you might get COVID. You know what I mean? You might be knocked on your ass sick. You might hurt your ankle you might go through a traumatic event with your family that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx anyone, but my point is you cannot expect six weeks to be smooth sailing. So you got to fucking show up. You got to show up. And that's what we are here to do and help you and prove to you that even in adversity, you can change and you can transform and your transformation doesn't always need to be physical. Maybe it's just the transformation of instead of going to the gym two times a week, you're actually in the gym three times a week. Maybe you used to get 1,000 steps a day and maybe you transform at the end of this challenge, you're getting 5,000 steps per day on average. Maybe you could only go to uh, you know, level six on the Stairmaster at the beginning of this challenge and by the end, 
you can do level 10 for one minute straight. That is still a fucking transformation. And we need to pat ourselves on the back for that. We need to give ourselves a little whoop, a little, a little butt tap, a little love tap, a little, a little smack on the ass that you did that. So my goal is to come in, transform a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would love to see my body transform, but I only want to do that because I'm putting in the work because I'm adding weight, because I'm pushing myself in the gym, because I'm being efficient, because I'm listening to my body and I'm recovering and I'm doing what feels good. So I'd like to see a little bit of fat loss coinciding with maybe strength coming back. I want to feel strong. Um, and, and this might occur naturally due to postpartum. So I'm going to definitely put my best foot forward knowing that I'm still working my ass off because even postpartum, you still got to work. You still got to work to get that body. You still got to work to transform again. You know what I mean? So I'm still going to put my best self out there and I'm still going to work and I'm going to share that. And I'm going to document it. So I'm, I'm holding myself accountable. I don't know if it's going to, it's probably not going to be daily updates on TikTok, but I want to do like weekly updates this six weeks, me and Wyatt checking in. How are we feeling? What are we doing? I want to put together a little questionnaire where we like answer it every week. Like, how are we feeling? What's up? Blah, 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 blah and do kind of like comparisons and try to take photos, you know, maybe, maybe beginning of the challenge, halfway through the challenge, and then the end of the challenge. I'm not a huge advocate of week to week photos. Um, a lot of my clients and I used to send those. And then it came to the point where I saw, I saw the majority of clients bashing themselves week to week. Oh, I'm not seeing transformation. Oh, I'm not doing this. The only time I really have my clients send me weekly photos is number one, if they want to, and that's their form of self self accountability. I'm cool with that. But number two, if we're in like a, if we're in like a hard dieting phase, you know, and we're like, we're weeks out from a wedding, we're weeks out from whatever the goal is, then I'll be like, Hey, like, let me know. But other than that, I, I don't think that we need to pick ourselves apart each week. And I want you to think about that too, when you're in this journey. So as of today, I just did my 5k. I'm off to a great start. I'm off to the races. Six weeks of strength is open. I'm ready to get strong. I'm ready to transform. I'm ready to beat the shit out of Wyatt. I don't know what, what is up for grabs. I don't know what we're going to bet on, but like something's got to give. Maybe it's like a, a night alone. Ooh, I'm onto something. Maybe it's whoever wins this challenge, whoever transforms the most out of Wyatt and I, one of us gets to go to a hotel for a night and do fucking nothing. And I know some of you are like, the fuck? (laughs) You don't understand how fucking good that sounds. But for real, I think that's a good goal. What do you guys think? I think that's a good goal and a good reward. I'm into it. So six weeks of strength live now. We do close at the end of the week. Make sure you sign up, guys. I'm you know, I'm not out here tooting my horn and being like, we're the shit, but I'm going to, I'm going to boop, boop. I'm going to toot my shit because we've worked so hard on perfecting these challenges and creating great experiences. We have so many transformations under our belt. We have so many people that changed our lives and I'm, and I'm here for it. So tooty toot toot. We have a new app coming This is our last, probably our last challenge on this app before we upgrade. And if you join and you have access to the app, you immediately will get the upgrades as well. So join the community now, see the glow up, be a part of the community, be a part of the glow up, be a part of the transformation, be a part of the fourth annual six weeks of strength challenge. 
And without further ado, I'll see you fuckers in there. Let's get to work and let's talk to Tish. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Kids are down for bed. Well, one of them, one of two. Um, Mm -hmm. What's your situation? Both kids are down. Oh, wow. You know, I'm very routine oriented. Like Tyson's, (laughs) he's on that schedule, girl. Is he really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh Go, go off. When do you, when did you establish that? So we, so I started something maybe about, okay, I had a really hard time with Carter, like contact naps all the time, Mm -hmm. which is totally normal. And I think as a first time mom too, I was like, you know what? It's my baby. I'm holding my baby. Nobody told me otherwise. Um, But I knew with having Carter already and when I had Tyson I'm like okay I'm gonna need to be able to set him down for naps like it's just going to have to happen right so I kind of established just that routine right away like okay for naps even if he stays down for 10 minutes like I need him to recognize like sleeping on his own is okay Mm -hmm. so kind of started that around maybe like six weeks but he's been on like a consistent schedule since the four-month sleep regression because it was like Okay. okay That's actually when I sleep trained, quote unquote, soft sleep trained, essentially, Carter. Okay. And he was a super good sleeper after that. So I did the same thing with Tyson and we've kind of had like the same trajectory. And everyone's like, don't do it at four months. Like that's silly because Mm -hmm. they're shitty sleepers at four months. But I'm like, you know what? Why not do it when you already know they're going to be shitty? Right. Try to start establishing like a small routine. So like. Like, regardless, whether you have a routine or not, they're going to be shitty sleepers at four months. Yeah, so abso- may as oh, well absolutely. have, like, at least a tiny, like, I yeah. even if it's, like, a 15-minute nap, it's better than, like, I mean, then he just gets into the routine of, like, okay, at this time, I go down for a nap, so. For sure. Yeah, I think that, I, I mean, I'm not at the the point of doing any of that, but oh, Archie, sure. Archie is such a different sleeper already, and, uh-huh. and it, I hate that, like, moms, like, we just jumped on, and we're talking about sleep, right, but it's so uh-huh. important, sleep is so important I for know, moms, seriously. and, oh and so it's something that is just so talked about in the mom community, because we're all like, how much, how long did you sleep last night, did you uh-huh. sleep, did you get sleep, because uh-huh. it's, it's so important, and it really does aid in recovery, and performance, and all these things that we still need as moms, so I do yeah. just want to disclaim that, like, I hate how it's like, hey, how's your sleep? How's your sleep? But it is such a prominent thing mm-hmm. in, in being a mom. First time mom, like, second time mom. Yes. I, don't, I don't give a shit how many matter. kids you have. It is so hard to adjust to. So we haven't mm-hmm. really done much, but the only thing I've really tried to do is not swaddle him until nighttime. So I don't put oh, him in a swaddle a till his last feed, which is like mm, around 930. And then he yeah. usually goes to bed at 10 and he won't wake up again till about three. That's kind of like oh, what our thing yes. is. And I'm okay but, like, with that. That's such a good stretch for you. Like, oh, 100%. Night oh my day. gosh. Yeah. So um, it's been really great. And, th- you know, that, so that's where I'm at. But I definitely would love to get in the routine when he gets a little older mm-hmm. so that him and Maddox both go down. I have this long mm-hmm. stretch. White and I can have opportunity to just be us and, uh, you know, yes. all, all things combined, right? Take care of mm-hmm. ourselves too. So I love 100%. that. Um, congrats to you for having <laughs> both of them down to something. <laughs> Good hats off. Literally, I can't function without some sort of like a routine. I am just a, I'm just a bad mom. 
Like I'm just like a bad I, shitty I, person yeah. if I don't get sleep. <laughs> if, like, if, I need to oh, be yeah, away from absolutely. you. I love you, but I need to be away from you. <laughs> absolutely. And by you taking care of you, you get to be the better mom. So yes, that is okay. So mm-hmm. with that being set aside, we obviously know you are a mom. So if, if <laughs> no one here knows you for some odd, weird reason, tell us a little bit about you. Um, what got you into really being so passionate about postpartum um, yeah. coaching and just postpartum women? And um, yeah, just kind of give us a little bit of like your elevator speech, if you want to call it. Perfect. Okay. So um, I'm a youngest of four. No, I'm kidding. I'm 29 years old, been married for five years. Kids, obviously, like we just talked about. Um, and just a quick rundown. I decided to become in 2016. Um, just really got into fitness, got into health, got into all that stuff, and just really loved it. Um, years prior, and so then I got like my certification, blah blah blah, all that whole shit. But when it comes to prenatal, postnatal, I obviously didn't get pregnant until 2019 because Carter's only two. But I realized when I got pregnant, because a lot of people asked me, like, I, I remember posting, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get, like, prenatals. Never mind. And people were like, bitch, you pregnant? I was like, no. <laughs> my <business>. Mind, <laughs> my mind's business. your damn business. But I was literally so pregnant. Um, You know, those early weeks. Yes. I just found out I was pregnant, and I was so confused about what to do. Um, I'd seen when it came to prenatal and postnatal fitness, well, everything I'd seen when it came to prenatal fitness was like, don't work out, lift light weights, lift, um, tons of reps. And I'm like, I was heavy lifting at that point. I just reached what I thought was like my peak physique, which actually now that I'm where I'm at, I'm like, no, it wasn't, um, (laughs) no, it wasn't. But I just reached what I thought was like my peak and I'm like, okay, I'm pregnant now. So like, and we had planned Carter, um, so it wasn't like a surprise, like we were trying to get pregnant. But I, when I was looking at programs, I'm like, none of these are lifting. Like all of these are high intensity. All of these are going for walks. And I remember when I went in with my doctor in my eight week, my first appointment, he told me like, just keep doing everything you've been doing. I'm like, bro, I'd be lifting. I'd be like, right. I'm like deadlifting. He's like, yeah, what? Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I was very confused because there was no program out there for me to find at that time, at least with all the fitspos that I was following. Nobody had been pregnant yet. Now everybody who I follow is and most of them got for real. <laughs> and most of them got a baby and most of them got a guide. But anyways, um, at that point, I was like, there's there's nothing for me out there to find um, to just be more to be continue being successful on this journey that I've already embarked on and that I love. So I decided, you know, what, I'm going to become certified in it just to learn more for myself and if I happen to have clients in the future that you know are curious as well obviously that would benefit my clients but I just fell in love with it you know just the Mm -hmm. idea that women can continue to be so strong throughout pregnancy you know and I think you and I've talked about this even like using it as a bulk like okay I'm yeah but I'm also about to keep lifting heavy sis like yes go off so I, I just really loved that. And then everything I'd heard about postnatal was like, oh, wait till you have the baby. You're never going to get your body back. And I was like, fuck that. Let's watch. Watch what happens. So I think that was the other thing, too, is I, I wanted to almost like 
came out with like a vengeance. It was like a vengeance. Like, mm-hmm. mm, what? Like, the revenge body against literally nobody. Right. <laughs> the revenge <laughs> against absolutely nothing. <laughs> the revenge body nobody asked for. Um, I decided to get. So I think that really, like, it helps me in my fitness journey. But then I was like, I want other moms to feel as powerful as I did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I continue to get more certifications around it. Um, you know, and be so interested in how we can heal ourselves from the end. And I think that's why I'm always posting core content even. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I post prenatal, postnatal, and I post about those things, but I mainly focus on core because I didn't even realize before having Carter, like, how important it was. Like, all I fucking cared about was having abs mm-hmm. or a flat stomach. Yeah. And now looking back on that, I'm like, Girl, you can barely do three pull-ups. <laughs> Girl, you ain't gonna but get like, abs. But like now, I, and like I've had two kids, and I was actually weaker from the inside before mm-hmm. kids than I am now because of all the work I put in for healing myself. Yes. So I think that's really what what I want other moms to learn, and that's why I love working with that community. Yeah, well, I would definitely say you do an amazing job. I mean, our not only is your content on point and so digestible for those learning about it, but there's your clients rave about you. And I know that you have a wait list right now for one-on-one coaching. We're picking up in August. We're picking up after the challenge. So if you guys, you know, want a spot, I'm not going to lie, probably going to need to be in the challenge to get a spot with Tish. But um, I absolutely love how people can join the challenge and work with you. um, And because we do ask in the challenge, you know, Hey, Uh is there something specifically you need mobility help, you know, prenatal postnatal mm-hmm. and uh so when they choose that between you and i we can tackle that knowing mm-hmm. um, the education about it and the experience with it and they can feel seen and heard and listened yes. to and loved and supported mm-hmm. um and so you you just do an amazing job so there's a few different things that i kind of want to talk about in yeah. our little segment that we have and the first one we can kind of gather all in one but i do want to talk mm-hmm. about just the adjustment to motherhood in the schedule working out with a newborn and how that really wasn't shit compared to having a newborn and a toddler. So let's talk about just a little bit of like that adjustment and then we can get into just kind of how we now do it. How do you do it? How do you work out? How do you do? How do you have the time? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it and what we do and maybe what we modify. So honestly, right after Carter, I mean, it was 2020. He was born April 2020. Literally two weeks after everything shut down, I had a baby. So I'm like, (laughs) Like, we have nothing, so. (laughs) I literally had no idea what to do. Um, But I didn't work out until eight weeks postpartum. And I think I've told people this before. My first workout, (laughs) I laugh at it now because after Tyson, I was fucking lifting in like a week. But (laughs) (laughs) for real, it was like two weeks. (laughs) Literally, after Carter at eight weeks, I did. I kid you not. And I I did it in his room. So just imagine you're in a nursery. And I took two 10 pound dumbbells and I did three sets of 10 RDLs. (laughs) I did three sets of 10 thrusters. That was the workout. That was it. That was the whole workout. Okay, we're, it's giving volume. It's giving, <laughs> giving it's giving movement. Yes, you know? it was it was giving a little something again. I'm like, mm, that's probably not good. And then I took a break for another couple weeks. Oh my so god, I, it was not great, you know. And I think you know, regardless of everything I had learned, 
I then had to execute it. Like it didn't matter if I had all the knowledge, if I didn't utilize it, I yeah. worked all the way up until Carter was born. I actually worked out the morning he was born. So, well, okay. The night I went into labor technically. So that right. morning I worked out what I had a doctor's appointment that morning. He, I went into labor that night. So I had worked out literally my entire pregnancy and I just could not get back into it. I just could not mentally wrap my mind around putting my baby down to go work out. I felt Mm -hmm. so selfish. I felt so, I felt like my body wasn't mine. I felt it was foreign. I I didn't, and you know, every, didn't matter the amounts of knowledge I had because I Mm -hmm. just didn't feel like I was worthy of putting time and effort into my own physique and my own body when my baby is crying if I don't hold them for a nap. I mean, obviously, Sam was my husband was home, too, because um, it was COVID. You know, every, we were in the lockdown. Right. Let me bless up. But <laughs> um, we were in the lockdown. So I kind of didn't really have an excuse, quote unquote, excuse. But I was just oh, I felt so much guilt around mm-hmm. giving him to my husband. And I remember I actually remember. There was a time I really wanted to out and Carter immediately started crying when I handed him to my husband and I screamed. I mean, I probably had a lot of mom. We're going to, we're going to just pretend that we didn't do that. (laughs) I screamed, give me my baby. No. And you were how, you were how postpartum. We're going to take a quick break right now to thank today's partner better Help. BetterHelp is an awesome teletherapy app right on your phone. Within 72 hours, you can be connected with someone to help you get better. I've been using BetterHelp for over a year and a half, and it has dramatically helped my mental health, not just with postpartum, not just with anxiety, but also with good days. Sometimes it just feels good to have someone unbiased to share some really great news with. Because I'm not sure about you, but sometimes When you share that good news, not everyone's happy for you, right? So sometimes to keep certain things private and share them in private, you have nothing but support from your therapist on your app. Take a chance today with BetterHelp and get better with help using code DESB at checkout for 10% off your first month or following the link betterhelp.com slash DESB. Again, this will give you 10% off your first month. And if there's one thing I can tell anyone... It's just give it a try. You don't always have to be going through something to need help. You don't always need to be going through something to talk it out. BetterHelp is a therapy app that you can trust and one that you can get better with. This is a paid sponsorship. I'm so grateful to have BetterHelp a part of my podcast community and a part of my life. Thank you guys if you use my code in advance and let's get back in the episode. This is like nine weeks. This okay. Is like early. This is like early. Okay. And Sam was like, okay. Oh my. He was like, okay, um, here's your child. But, you know, we worked through it. Um, I had a lot of, I had like a lot, because he was like, well, I'm going to take him so that you can work out. And he kept right. saying like, no, I got him. I got him. I got him. And I had... I had, and I still have such a hard time as a mom allowing people to do stuff for me. Uh But I'm like, I got it. I can do it. But it's like, I can't do it all. Mm -hmm. Anywho, so once I got into a rhythm routine, Carter allowed us to sit 
sit down for a moment without holding him. I allowed Sam to, you know, go downstairs and play video games while holding the sleeping child. Like, I don't know why I couldn't just wrap my mind around, like, he's just going to be sleeping on his dad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, postpartum yeah. anxiety, postpartum it's, guilt, um, postpartum. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It just it's a, it's a first forms. time mom. It's so yes. different the oh second time gosh. around. It really is. So if the anyone's listening, time- have hope. Have hope. I promise you it's it's more fun. It's more yes. enjoyable. Yeah, just do it one more time, but not again. Just twice. <laughs> yes. just twice, twice, twice is nice. Um, so once I was able to, you know, allow my husband to be the parent that he wanted to be, um, I started working out a lot more. Um, and I generally try to do it during naps just because Carter was taking a lot of contact naps. So when he was doing his contact nap for the day on my husband, then I would go work out. And like I said, it was 2020. That is not realistic in our world now, right? It's no longer 2020. Um, Most people are back at work. Most people are, you know, no longer locked down. So at this point with now with Tyson, it's been so much easier. I mean, obviously during the summer, my husband's teacher, so he's home with us. So it's just like... Hey, take the kids. I'm going to work out. It's it's not even a question. But when Tyson was first born and Carter was three days a week in daycare, half day, I just committed like, you know what? Three day, Those three half days, I'm going to wake up and the first thing I'm going to do is work out. Tyson can sit in his little rocker thing. He can sit in something and watch me, but he doesn't need to be held all day. And I think that was hard for me to give up because with Carter, I had always held him all day yeah it was such a different experience to have a baby who didn't need that from me but also in the same breath to allow myself to allow my baby not to need that for me yeah like I felt like with Carter I didn't give him the chance to be independent and sit in a chair like Mm -hmm. I was like no I need to hold my child it's COVID (laughs) for real like I need to hold my baby but with Tyson I'm like it's you know it's the sixth variant (laughs) we're all gonna get it Um, (laughs) but with him I I gave myself a lot more grace and I think that's what I learned between the two experiences even is I don't need to feel guilty about about wanting to feel good about my body and feel good about myself and and continue to shape my own identity like I'm only 29 I'm still growing as a person I'm still learning as a person and and I and and I'm still learning and growing as a mother but outside of a mother I'm learning and growing as me as Tish as Letitia you know like and working out is part of my identity and I'm allowed to be her still yeah so you know obviously doing it on schedules sometimes it doesn't go right sometimes I have to cut out three you know, so I have to cut out a whole block of a, you know, like during one of the challenges. If it has like four blocks, sometimes I can only do two sets out of three. Sometimes I have to cut out a full block. But my goal has been 30 minutes of movement every day. Um, and I I feel like since Tyson's been born, I've been able to allow myself that grace. And, and that's allowed me to feel more like myself. Right. Well, and I think that, again, your goal of just, hey, I'm going to move my body is great. And when it comes to the challenge workouts, when it comes to if you're following a plan, if you need to modify, modify, if you need to change Uh it, change it. There's four sets. You only have time for three. Do three. Um, And Uh I think that's something that I've also come into realization with, with my own journey is even though I'm the coach, 
I don't need to do all of it. If there, uh-huh. if there's a day I can't, it also doesn't make me a bad coach. It also doesn't make me unfit or anything of that right. sort. It's just, we're all going to have different availability. Um, and also different points of our journey. So if someone is uh-huh. newly removed postpartum, um, you know, cleared to work out under doctor's clearance, but joining the challenge, maybe, you know, their, their challenge experience is going to look a little bit different than you who's, you know, months removed from, yeah. um, experience, the experience of birth. And, based off of how you've also given birth, whether whether it was vaginally or C-section is Mm -hmm. also going to change your whole experience and trajectory of working out. So if you're thinking um, a timeline for someone um, feeling more like themselves in the in the gym, um, that the question, you know, how do I work out postpartum? Mm-hmm. What is something you would say to that that newbie? And most likely, maybe a first time mom, but also maybe yeah. it's someone who's just simply a few births in, and they're like, you know what? What the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't feel good at all. What would you say to them <laughs> about how to work out postpartum and in their timeline um, of of maybe feeling that normalcy? You know, I think a big part of it is that we want to be the us that we were before mm. the baby, mm. before whether it was first child, whether it was a second child. I can tell you I'm a different person from after Carter and after Tyson. Mm-hmm. I'm a different mom. I'm a more confident mom. I'm a more confident person. And sometimes I'm a shittier mom. <laughs> sometimes I'm a yeah. less confident person. And so we have to stop holding on to this belief that we're, we're the same person. We're yeah. not. Yeah. We've grown and evolved with having each each subsequent child or even the first child. And you've if you, and you're learning more about yourself. Like I said, we're still shaping our identities. So I think that's what we have to first let go of is not let go of ourselves and the us that we used to be. There are still parts of us that are always going to be us to our core, our mm-hmm. beliefs, our I, you know, our, our who we want to be, you know, maybe our goals and aspirations are the same. <clears throat> but I think it's important to remember that. We might, for a beat, have to have to take a step back. We might not be able to go to the gym five days a week like we used to. I don't remember the last time I went to a physical gym five days a week since mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 that used to be so that used to be such a big part of me. And working out still is a big part of me. But it's it's also changed. It's also shifted. It my that I my identity in that has also Yeah. So absolutely. I think, so I think what it has to come down to is setting small goals for ourselves and starting to accept ourselves as the mothers and the people that we that we rather than trying to hold and grasp to to the woman that we that we were before. And like I that doesn't mean you can't be her. You just you're just growing. You're just evolving mm-hmm. and changing into a mom as well. And what is it? What does it look like to have that identity? Um, so I said with Carter, it was a whole different fitness journey. I didn't feel like myself until unfortunately, uh, like twelve months postpartum, thirteen months post postpartum, when I was mm-hmm. really starting to feel like my body looks like the body I wanted again. And my fitness level was, you know, getting back to where I wanted it to be. And then I stopped breastfeeding and my hormones started coming down and then boom, I was pregnant. Okay, literally <laughs> same here. So literally F our lives. We both, you, I remember you telling me you better be, you better be careful. You better be careful. Oh my gosh. Dude, I, I was, did. no, I was done breastfeeding for nine days and I found out oh. I was pregnant again. Nine days. <laughs> 
nine days after my last breastfeeding session. Oh my god! Yeah, I literally, literally BS. You. I remember that. I was like, "Girl, it ain't I, it. It ain't it." <sighs> but they're but here you know now. What? But we're Thank here. God. They're here. But we're, yeah, we're here. We're good. We're and here. The kids are here. Yes. We're, we're never do- doing it again. No. And we're and we're doing fine. And, and we're doing, doing fine. fine. So when it That's comes- what therapy is for. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> Literally. Though. Literally. So when people are joining a challenge or they're they're joining workouts, mm-hmm. there's a lot of issues with you know, core workouts. Everyone wants to do abs. Yes. Everyone is like, oh what's the ab workout? What's the ab workout? Number one, mm-hmm. general reminder that your abs should be recruited in do- damn near every movement you're doing in the gym. Mm-hmm. You should be getting an ab workout every workout in the gym because you're bracing, um, you're properly breathing and you're utilizing mm-hmm. your core for stability and support. But when it comes to someone that is sitting down, they're looking at the workouts, they're seeing the, the modifications for pregnancy or postpartum, and they see something like a lying dead bug, can you talk a little bit about what someone can do to judge their core in that movement? And if they find themselves not stable, um, you know, in any movement, how can they go ahead and do something that they can feel stable in and not feel like they need to do 20,000 different variations of abs? Mm-hmm. Can you maybe give a, a, a little insight of how to modify and then maybe two movements people could literally do for six fucking weeks and be fine? You know, so first of all, judging your core starts with your found- your foundations. Um, how does your core feel during everyday activity? When you're getting up out of your bed, you're lying down. Are is do you have bul- bulging? Do you have mm-hmm. coning? Like, how does your core feel as you are doing regular movements? How does your core feel? Can you brace it when you're doing, you know, overhead presses? Can you? it when you're doing squats and deadlifts the moves can there are different right. ways that obviously we have that core recruitment but i do think people look at programs and they get a little bit of butt hurt if they don't see like i know we have in the next obviously i've seen the workouts i know we have in the strength challenge we have the um the bench oblique sit up so like a it's like a what is it called it's like a, like a little like twist like an oblique yeah, twist yes. yes that's the kind of core everyone's thinking of when they think of core they're like fuck Right, like, fuck yeah, so fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But break down these move stations. All that move is, is, is up and, you know, um, Russian twist. Can you do either one of those moves separately? It's starting to look Mm -hmm. at the foundations of the moves. Can you properly brace your core in your core moves? And if you are like, okay, I'm looking at all these moves. I don't know what to do with my core for every single day. I want to do abs, 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 abs. Besides with my lifting and my core and whatever with that. I would honestly say the best core, the best and most varied core move you could ever do is bear stand. The bear stance oh, is 100, 100% oh superior. I mean, I just, I do those while I'm playing with Tyson on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> I love, I love that because it is such a simple move that can also be directed in so many different movements. So like renegade rows, um, plank, Mm kind of like plank jacks you can Mm -hmm. do in that bear crawl stance, mountain climbers, wide climbers, you can do in that stance. There's so many different Different you can do a things. pregnant, postpartum, everything, everything. It's such, oh my God. yes, it's such a like, powerful movement. And you know what? If this Sunday, while people are listening, let's try to make 
a reel that we can put on brunch with Desby with yes. like these few movements that you can variate for core. I think that could help a lot of people feel yes. more confident going in this challenge and having a few variations where yes. if they ever get stuck and you just want to take the guesswork out of it, here's mm -hmm. four moves that you can always modify with, even yes. if it's not written down. And Love so it. if you guys are listening, we will have that on the brunch with Desby, go check it out, save it, comment it feel empowered in it. And even if you're not going to join the challenge, that's okay. We still want you to take care of your core. This is yes. so important. There's so, everything is so connected and it all starts from your trunk. Like, and it, uh -huh. if you can't brace that, if you can't take care of that, you're going to have, you're going to be weak. All of a sudden mm -hmm. you're going to have back problems and then your hamstrings are going to hurt and then your quads are going to be too tight. And then all of a sudden your calves get all messed up and then your mobility and your ankles are gone. Uh -huh. Everything stems from your trunk. So um, I love that. And again, you, you have so much content on your page, which of course will be linked, but there, there's never ending opportunity to get educated and feel confident um, in that journey postpartum, but for if you for, for, free. Free, for literally free 99 for, free. for literally free 99. So aside from working out, what mm -hmm. a lot of people do postpartum is they jump into, maybe they're breastfeeding, maybe they're, maybe they're aiming for breastfeeding and you know, it might not work out and that's also okay. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking to someone who is a nursing mom, whether they're exclusively pumping, exclusively nursing, doing both, how can we manage Nutrition. Is it is there any mm -hmm. myth to debunk about how activity can affect breast milk supply? So what I've heard from a lot of people is they're like, oh my God, actually just have a I just had a client who stopped working with me at the end of her pregnancy, started back in six weeks. And the first thing she said was, I'm really nervous about working out. I know it will make my supply deplete. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not, that's not true. <laughs> The issue we often have is you're not eating enough food. Mm -hmm. So breastfeeding burns so many calories. Like when Tyson is having a growth spurt, which he is right now, I am so much more hungry. I am just like wanting to eat all day, every day. I'm like, oh my gosh, these next three days. And I can tell, I can like feel myself being hungry all day. Right. But it's because of the amount of calories that are being burned. Well, when you're also lifting weights, when you're doing cardio, those things are also burning calories, obviously. So it's just super important to remember that you do have to eat in order to, you know, kind of kind of keep up with your supply. You do have to eat, but then people are like, okay, well, if you eat too much food, you're not gonna lose any weight. But honey, honey, baby, you can lose weight if you use your breastfeeding as your deficit. And you know what? That's even a, that's a sum for another day if you're a client because <laughs> I teach my girls. I teach my girls how to do it. That's all. <laughs> my clients do it to it. But all that being said, I remember with Carter, um, I didn't count my macros at the beginning. And <laughs> I remember those late night, you know, those like middle of the night sessions when you're like starving. Oh, you're starving. hungry. I oh, was eating gosh. brownies like yes. every single night. <laughs> Every time I, I go out, I could not. <laughs> I had a chair with cliff bars. Like, why was I eating cliff bars oh. in the middle of the night? I just had to. Cliff bars in Powerade. That's what <laughs> it was not Yum. good for me, but it was good to me. Um, I think the biggest thing is just remembering that it's okay when you, especially if you're nursing, it's okay to eat the food that's a, that's not as nutritious. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not, I mean, it's going to help you keep your supply, 
A, but as long as you are still filling your your daily regimen with nutritious food, the food you know your body agrees with, the food you know is going to help you feel good, and you're not just eating, you know, hot fries. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) guilty. good that sounds literally so good um you know having electrolytes how you know and even if you're like okay some women are like I can't eat enough like Mm -hmm. I want to work out but I just literally can't eat enough okay that's when we have it's okay to have white rice you don't need to always have the brown (laughs) brown rice gotta do like for real like eat the white (laughs) I think we go I'm a basmati girl so I love a basmati, a jasmine, a, a mm, girl. A jasmine. Like, oh, delicious. Don't delicious. even. <laughs> don't even start it. But I think people go into it and they're like, I really want to lose weight. I want to lose weight so badly. I am going to just eat so nutritiously all the time. I'm eating so clean. I'm right. So clean. And it's like, I've gained three pounds. And it's like, okay, well, how much, how much clean food <laughs> Right. Well, and it's also like, just ditch the mentality that you have to be perfect right now. Life is, if there's any time in your life that shit is not perfect, it is postpartum. It is right now. It is going through the toddler stage, the newborn Mm -hmm. stage, the the whatever, however many kids stage. It's hard and it's Mm -hmm. not perfect and it's okay. But But I will say one thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I will say I have some moms that are like, I can just never make a meal for myself. Like, Mm. just eat what your kid eats. Sometimes it's just about getting in food, you know? Absolutely. You can be, even if it's like dinner time and you haven't, you know, had the most nutritious food throughout the day, you got to eat. You can't get to dinner time and just eat the scraps off your kid's plate. And I I hear some women say that. And I'm like, baby girl, you have to take care of yourself. Like, we got to put food into your body, especially if you're working out. Even if it's even it's a fucking lean cuisine. I mean, yes. at that point, I don't care. You're, yes. you're probably drinking enough water where that sodium level one time isn't also going to affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, we're, we're usually very thirsty when we're breastfeeding oh as well. I'm so drinking water right now. <laughs> again, just don't feel ashamed in eating more and not eating the most nutritious because yes. it is about calories. And like mm-hmm. you said, you can still go in with a weight loss goal and still achieve that. But I also mm-hmm. think that it is a reminder that you don't need to lose weight right away. You don't need to snap back right away. I think the more that you can reframe your mind into, I simply want to feel better. I just want to feel better. All of that progress will come because you're Mm -hmm. focused on just feeling your best. And all of that will kind of transfer and trinkle into it. So obviously with the challenge, starting officially enrollment today for public, um, you do have coaching spots available yes. in the challenge. So between myself and Tish and all the other coaches combined, you know, we will take care of anyone looking for coaching, but specifically if you come in with the idea of being postpartum or maybe you're mm-hmm. newly pregnant or, or you're going to be, you're, you want to be pregnant. Maybe you just want to learn from us, ask mm-hmm. us questions. That That is exactly what we are here to do during coaching is to educate you and give you insight and feedback and all the things combined. So Tish and I will 100% take care of you. And after that, um, Tish obviously will have one-on-one coaching available yes. where you can get a little bit more intimate um, with, you know, weekly check-ins, accountability, um, personalized <laughs> communication, et cetera. Um, very on more, intimate. On a more <laughs> <laughs> very intimate. I am very intimate. 
on a more regular basis. So um, Tish, if there's one thing that you could tell your prenatal self, Mm pre-Tyson self, Uh and and you knew that one day you wanted to be a mom Uh and you're, you're just, you're talking to this future mom of uh, that's you. What would you have said to kidless Tish? I would have said that your kids are more important than your body. Mm. You're going to love them so much more than you're going to love what you look like. Oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. Oh stop. girl, stop. Oh. That that got me a little choked up for a second. We're <laughs> like I remember caring so much about gaining fat and getting a big belly and getting stretch marks and I look at my boys and I'm like, "Oh, they used to live inside. Like I grew them from scratch. Like, oh, that is so powerful. Ew, I'm getting emotional. I know. We need to stop. <laughs> I didn't know you're gonna hit me with that question. I'm sorry. Um, I thought it'd be more fitness regimens. <laughs> oh my gosh, it wasn't. I mean, oh. no. um, but also, girl, you can snap back. <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> I promise you can still snap back though. <laughs> you can still snap back bitch I swear but I love the kids you don't love the kids, <laughs> love the kids. literally <laughs> but I but I think that speaks volumes you know your your body was a your body was a home yeah. and and damn that is that is so powerful to look at your children and go Holy shit, you might be bigger now. Don't get me wrong. I didn't literally. hold that in there. But I still grew you. I I, I literally grew you with my yes. decisions, with, with taking care of myself during pregnancy yes. and postpartum. And I got to be the best mom I could for you because I can get up and down stairs and I can hold yes. you and I can run. I can di- yes, I can yeah. do all of these things. And I just think that that is, that is so powerful because- I, I agree. I mean, I came from a physique background, you know, shit. Mm-hmm. I competed. I was, a, I was this pro that, that was how mm-hmm. I gained Des B, you know, that mm-hmm. was, that was my identity. That's people came to me because of, Oh, she's got the quads. Oh, she's got the delts that that's how people knew me. And so yeah. to tear that identity apart and not feel like that person anymore, but growing uh, into a stronger version of that in a very different way is so hard yet the most rewarding coolest transformation ever and so i think i I agree um you know feeling stronger than ever etc i was at that point you know with maddox and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be at that point again um so are you and you're you you look better than you even did post tyson with all the respect i mean you're you're crushing it yeah you you look amazing (laughs) you're training amazing you you have that education you have that experience and you have that community you have your other clients who are going through the same thing and that camaraderie of you guys all going through it together and getting it. Um, so I, I love that. I love that about our challenges and mm-hmm. in the ability we have to reach these different people going through different journeys. Now it's, it's so cool. And so again, I just, I think you do an amazing job doing what you do. Um, your passion just shines through. And again, your clients rave about you. They, everyone loves, everyone loves you. They feel so seen and supported by you, which is exactly the standard that we uphold in DBFT, whether it's a challenge, yeah. one-on-one, fucking DM. I don't care. We uphold the level <laughs> of communication and respect yeah. um, and love and support. So, so excited for six weeks of strength. Do you have Same. any goals for the challenge? 
I don't for one. Okay. I okay. do not. I just hey, want that, I love to that. enjoy it. I just want to just go into it and have fun. Like I love that. Last last time I was, you know, still postpartum and I was like, I want to get shreddy. Before that in Slay this year, I was I was about to give birth to Tyson. So now I just want to have a challenge for this this year that I just want to have fun. Yeah, so I just, like that. And I think that with fun. with strength being the challenge to do it, it, mm-hmm. it is going to be perfect. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time. Yes, thank you for having um, me. Of course, I will plug all of your information in the show notes. Um, and people can find you at what? <laughs> where I'm saying, where can people find you at? Like for you to say, <laughs> um, no, just... uh, what? People like, I'm sorry, what? She's dumb. (laughs) So tell them where they can find you. My Instagram generally is where people reach out to me. So um, my Instagram is Tishshafe, T I S H A E F. That's generally your. I'm excited. Well, I will put all this information, like I said, below. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. I hope that someone gained some insight or even just, you know, motivation postpartum. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be a challenge thing, but. Always know that in DBFT, you will be supported, uplifted, and educated to be your best self. So thank you, Tish. I will will see you in in the challenge. Bye. All right, you guys, make sure you go follow Tish. Give her a little love. Give her a little shout out. Let us know you listened on this Sunday. I'm so grateful to have you guys a part of this community, a part of this podcast, a part of our listening fam. Make sure that you follow me on TikTok. Make sure you follow Tish on TikTok. Let us know if you took the bullet. Let us know if what you need. Do you have another question? Do we, Can we help you in any way to encourage you to take this step today? I'm not going to sit here and expect you to sign up for something if you still have questions. Ask us. DM us. DM me on Brunch with Desby today. I will check my DMs religiously this Sunday to make sure that you guys are taken care of. And if you have a question, it is answered immediately. I hope you guys have a great Sunday. I cannot wait to see you in the challenge. And we have so many more great episodes to come. I'm really excited for what we have in the the people that we have. You are going to love it. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week when we also officially start six weeks of strength 4.0 and start transforming. I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll chat soon.